The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi and praise the Lord everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVFE Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m on station KECY, channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 p.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG, channel 8 in St. George, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kalhi for over 90 years, and our prayer tall, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and conflicts and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. On Veterans Day, we honor all the men and women who voluntarily went into harm's way, risking their lives to preserve what is most precious to American citizens everywhere, the freedoms of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
Old Church Choir, under the leadership of Emilia Hahn, will sing this uplifting song entitled, You Are Mine. Doing their background music will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen.
Salvation, as you know, dear television viewers, is an invisible matter between the Lord Jesus Christ and yourself. A great beginning to our relationship and journey with the Lord is to accept Him as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord, just as members of our church band are doing. Please listen as they play for you this wonderful anthem under my direction entitled, He, the Pearly Gates Will Open. Our soloist, Pohaku Kaur, will sing unto the Lord this song of praise and thanksgiving for all what he has done, is doing, and will do for her in this life and that to come with this powerful song entitled, The Warrior is a Child. Accompanying her will be Iris Log on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Lumbing on the bass, and Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Spoke Sr. and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars. left and right but even winners can get wounded in the fight people say that I'm amazing strong beyond my years but they don't see inside of me I'm hiding all the tears they don't know fall down they don't know who picks me up when 
sun is around I drop my sword and cry for just a while Cause deep within this armor The warrior is a child Unafraid because his armor is the best but even soldiers need a quiet place to rest People say that I'm amazing, never face retreat But they don't see the enemies that lay me at his feet They don't know that I go running home when I fall down They don't know me up when no one is around I drop my sword and cry for just a while cause deep within this armor the warrior is a child they don't know that I go running home when I fall down they don't know me up when no one is around I drop my sword and look up for his smile cause deep within his armor deep within this armor deep within this armor deep within this armor a child the warrior is a child in Matthew 9 37 it reads the harvest truly is plenteous but the labors are few the Lord's work is never done, viewers, until He returns in clouds of glory. Once again, the church choir will sing for us his inspiring song entitled, The Other Harvest.
When you decide to put Jesus first in your life, you are choosing to take the straight and narrow road that leads you on the path of righteousness. It may not be easy and you may stumble along the way, but the end results are yea and amen. All you need is trusting faith. Our trombone ensemble will play for you this uplifting song entitled Marching On With Jesus. How wonderful it is, TV viewers, that we are able to offer our talents to the Lord, whatever it may be, and share God's Word with those around us. 
by living by example, we allow Jesus' light to shine through us so that others may see Jesus in us. Our next group called Saints in Harmony will sing for us this inspirational song titled Boundless Love. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this uplifting and encouraging song to a faithful and well-deserving couple in the Lord. They are Associate Pastor Robert and Mrs. Lois Carter Sr. of Honolulu, Hawaii. Teaching and instilling into your children and grandchildren the importance of putting Jesus first in your life, you have raised the bar by being the examples yourselves. May Jesus continue to smile upon you both as you continue your journey with Him and pour our bountiful blessings pressed down and overflowing. Have a bright and blessed Sunday. There is not a mother, sister, friend, or brother loves the way that Jesus can. He proved his love for me when he died on Calvary. He gave his life for fallen men. His love is a boundless love, and it reaches out and touches me. His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. There is not a mother, sister, friend, or brother loves the way that Jesus can. He proved his love for me when he died on Calvary. He gave his life for fallen man. His love, his love is a boundless love, and it reaches down and touches me. His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. Jesus wants to love you. There is none above you. You are precious in His sight. He will never fail you when the doubts assail you. He'll be with you day and night.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sprout Sr. And I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG Channel 8 of St. George, Utah. Parts of Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m., except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor Island Branch Churches, as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kaunakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alvary in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Wasano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Beloga, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, however, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Head Pastor Bill. Thank you, Edwin. We born-again Christians believe that God's promises are yea and amen. Therefore, His promise to return in cause of glory for His own is not a question of if He's returning, but rather when is He coming back to translate us to our journey's end of eternal life in God's kingdom. Therefore, I sincerely ask the Lord that the message I have entitled Freedom and Salvation will cause you to seize the moment to accept Jesus as your Savior. In fact, I implore of you, don't let today become one of missed opportunity. Millions of Americans celebrate Veterans Day in honoring the men and women who so valiantly served in the armed forces to guarantee every American citizen the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
We remember the sacrifices of those who confronted grave danger and fought very gallantly to preserve our heritage and freedom. They contributed to the character and greatness of our nation. The United States of America has been truly blessed among all the nations of the world, not only because of the freedoms that we enjoy, but because as citizens, we can worship God openly and freely without opposition from the government. We read in Psalm 33, 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and on the people whom he had chosen for his own inheritance. The price of freedom is extremely high. Throughout the years, thousands upon thousands have sacrificed their lives to defend our freedom. However, the greatest freedom a person can enjoy is the freedom from sin. We read in Romans 6, 17 to 18, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being they made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. Although a Christian is free from the bondage of sin, as long as we live on earth, the old sinful nature is still within the body, showing itself whenever the believer ceases from one moment to yield his will to Christ. Being free from the bondage of sin permits a believer to do God's will. Thank the Lord for the veterans of the Lord who have fought the war against sin. They endure the tests, trials, and persecutions to keep the gospel of the kingdom of God alive. Here in the state of Hawaii, the gospel has been preached for 94 years and will continue to be preached until the Lord Jesus Christ returns in clouds of glory. Ever since Adam and Eve fell into the sin in the Garden of Eden, sin has plagued the human race. But thank the Lord, he gave a promise of a cure. That cure is known as salvation. Salvation means to save, deliverance, to set free from sin, to save from the consequences of sin. Read in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Many people are searching the world for the path to salvation, but few are finding it. There are only two roads to be found in life. The first road leads to joy, peace, and eternal life. The other to eternal sorrow and everlasting destruction. Every man, woman, and child in the world, regardless of race, color, or creed, is at this very moment traveling upon one road or the other. But few are finding the road to joy, peace, and eternal life. We read in Matthew 7, 13 to 14, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. The illogical and vain idea conceived by many who counted that living a good moral life and being a good member of any church are sufficient means to enter in heaven are simply incorrect and far from the truth. Keep in mind, narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. Unfortunately, countless millions of Christians, as well as sinners, are heading into oblivion and eternal doom, having neither God nor hope. The broad road which leads to destructions is a crooked road, so that anyone walking upon it is never able to see just what lies ahead and around the curve. With each new turn of the road, he finds himself committing sins more vile than the ones before. Why is the road that crooked? 
It is the trail of the serpent of the devil, the same serpent who deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden and who is still deceiving nations today. The broad way looks inviting. It is strewn with glittering lights and worldly pleasures at every turn. This road is easy to enter. It takes just a little disobedience, a little white lie, forgetting to watch and pray, or wandering away from God and His promises. One sin will lead to a greater one, till soon one is so badly entangled and slipping at such a rapid pace, it seems impossible to stop and go back. God's Word tells us it is better to enter a life halt or maimed rather than enter hell with two good hands, eyes, and legs. Which row viewers are you selecting? The narrow one in which you serve God or the broad one, which has Satan as its master? The choice is yours. Salvation is an individual matter. Thank the Lord for the good news of salvation, the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. A sign of the roof of the Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, as well as branch churches, is no lie. Many Bible scriptures relate to the Lord's coming again, Matthew 24, 30, and Mark 13, 13, 26, among them. However, many do not take the warning of the Jesus coming soon sign seriously by asking, when is he coming? Instead of, am I ready for his coming? Those who are only interested in when are on the path to eternal sorrow. There is hope for all those who accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Over 2,000 years ago, a man named Nicodemus approached Jesus to inquire about salvation entering God's kingdom because he had witnessed the many miracles performed by the Lord. The blind saw again, the deaf heard, the lame walked, the dead raised up. Those who witnessed these events knew that God was in Jesus. Read in John 3, 3 to 5, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time to his mother's womb and be born? As with many who are confused today, Nicodemus was confused between spiritual birth and natural birth. Reading John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized in water that is completely immersed into water. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus himself set the example of baptism when he was baptized in the river of Jordan by John the Baptist. Reading Matthew 3, 16, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were open unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. To be born of the Spirit, TV viewers, is to receive the Holy Spirit within you and speak in tongues. We read in Acts 2, 3 to 4, And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The speaking in tongues is the only Bible evidence of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Many who witnessed the 120 being filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues were amazed. In doubt, they accused those speaking in tongues as being full of wine, but the Apostle Peter stepped forward and began preaching the gospel to them. When those who doubted asked Peter, What shall we do? We read in Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized 
every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There is a false belief among many that there are three entities in heaven, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. This conception might be attributed to Matthew 28, 18 through 19. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Please take note that name is in the singular. Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. There are only titles. The name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. And the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. We read in 1 John 5, 7, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. We also read in Acts 4, 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If baptism was emphasized by Jesus, how can anyone say it not be required today? It is important for everybody to consider their salvation because the saving of the soul is precious in the eyes of God. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Therefore, won't you let him in? Jesus can use your life as he means to knock on the doors of sinful hearts if you will but live rightly by him. There is a dilemma which prevails upon the hearts of men and women today. They hear Jesus knocking at their hearts' doors, yet they turn him away. They feel the convicting power of the Holy Spirit and realize their need of the Savior. But then they back up and return into the world and become lost forever. Why won't people let Jesus into their hearts? The answer is sin. Today the world is sin sick, sick in the head, sick in the mouth, and sick in the heart. Occult practice is very evident today in its obvious form of satanic worship and deceptive rituals of finding inner peace through mysticism, crystal balls, seeking communication with spirits of the dead and devices of new age worship. The heart of man is continually evil. Being just or upright does not make one righteous in the eyes of God. The Apostle Paul has given us a very elaborate and detailed description of what is happening across the face of the land and what is occupying the hearts and minds of men. All these occur because man has forgotten God and fails to answer the knocking upon his door. The following have been wrongly emphasized, holding the truth in unrighteousness, glorifying him not as God, being unthankful, having evil imaginations, having a reprobate mind which is condemned by God, being haters of God, inventing evil things and knowing of the judgment and penalty of sin, disregarding his warnings and continuing in these sins and finding pleasure in them. Many have forgotten that God is greater than man and he will not be mocked. We read in Romans 6, 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus tells us that he comes to sup with us, and we with him. He brings a feast of good things for the hearts. Every person who is truly born of water and of the Spirit and walking in the light can testify that Jesus brings the kind of peace, joy, and happiness that no one in the world can give. There is no feeling in all the world that compares with the feeling experienced by those who found and accepted Jesus as a Savior and Lord. Television viewers, do you want to experience the kind of joy that lifts you up in spite of the cares of this world? 
then take Jesus as your personal savior. Do you want the music of heaven to fill your soul? Then accept Jesus as your personal musician. If you desire to enter heaven, then you must believe that he is Lord and keep his commandments. One of our daily requests should be that which is found in Psalms 27, 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. God will grant us this request if we have that desire in our hearts and have the desire to serve him in sincerity and truth. A scribe came to Jesus and questioned him about the greatest commandment. Actually, what he meant was, which is first in importance? We read in Mark 12, 29 to 30, And Jesus answered unto him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. We need to put the Lord first in our lives, even ahead of our families. There is a cross for the follower of Christ as well as for Christ himself. A cross always means death. For the Lord Jesus Christ, the cross meant a cruel death as a sacrifice for our sins. Our cross is a denying of self, death to self for Christ's sake. The Lord cares for us and comforts us with the thought that he will provide for us. God's word tells us in Matthew 6, 31 to 33, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that he have need of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The Lord will also shelter us in the time of storm and take care of our problems and burdens, He's concerned about everything in our lives, be they large or small. So why bring only large problems to the Lord? If we don't bring our smallest problems to Him, they will loom larger and out of control later on. In life's crisis, men turn to someone or something for comfort and strength. Many turn to the world and friends, but Jesus tells us to take His hand and He will help us. He is the comfort for all our burdens, the strength for all our weaknesses, the answer to all our questions and the solution to all our problems. Reading John 14, 25 to 27, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, Neither let it be afraid. When Jesus performed the miracle of feeding 5,000 people with only five barley loaves and two small fishes, many followed him and wanted to declare him king. However, he told them they needed to think of the spiritual things, repent of their sins, and follow him. As expected, the multitude started to drift away. It's easy to follow Jesus when we are on the receiving line, but many people lose interest when they are called upon to give of themselves. There are still many people today who are interested only in the loaves and fishes, not in Jesus. They want to live in a land which has been made free and fine by the influence of Christianity, but they do not want to give up their substance and live for Jesus. The Lord is saying, you can give your time to the things of the world, but they will soon pass away. 
We read in 1 Timothy 4 to 8, 4 8, for body exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable to all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. One spiritual life is more important than all the material things of the world. Therefore, everyone has to choose whom they will serve. This is the time to stand for Jesus and be counted. Yes, television viewers, no one can make that choice for you. It is an individual matter, a matter between you and God. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. There are those who try to keep others from following Jesus. Once, as Jesus traveled down a road, two blind men heard that was passing by. And they cried out, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. But the multitudes rebuked them and told them to be quiet and not bother the Lord. The blind men kept crying out, Have mercy on us, have mercy on us. They were persistent, and the Lord stopped and gave them sight. Often there are those who ridicule others who try to follow the way of the Lord and those who are kept from coming to Jesus. We must force ourselves to be like the blind men and just follow Jesus. The Lord always stops when we call on him. He never makes excuses and always answers our cries. He is our great sympathetic, compassionate Savior so that we need to move away from the things of the flesh and draw closer to Jesus. Granted, the Christian life is not always an easy one, but I tell you this, it is the only life which pays off in eternal dividends. In America, no one will kill us for going to church, but in some parts of the world, Christians are being persecuted and even killed for their faith and loyalty to Jesus. The Lord wants that his followers will suffer many things if they serve him. The Apostle Paul was a great prayer warrior. He asked the Lord to withhold situations that would hinder his efforts to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Yet the Lord permitted him to suffer hardships that were far more trying and tormenting as compared to the tests and trials which most of us are called upon to endure. For some, this would have been meant defeat, but not for Paul. We read in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 10, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And Matthew 5, 10 to 12 reads, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. What is required of a Christian who has been born again according to John 3, 5 and Acts 38? and walking in the light. First of all, the Lord requires an undivided heart. One of the greatest problems with many Christians today is they love the world a lot more than they love the Lord. They conform more to the things of the world than to the things of God. Many proclaimed Christians try to serve two masters. They try to serve the Lord and also enjoy the evil pleasures of the world. We read in Matthew 6:24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. The Lord also requires genuine active service, not lip service. We read in Matthew 15, 18, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. 
but their heart is far from me. In the short time we have left, we will be faced with making crucial decisions. We need to keep in mind that there is not one word wherein the Lord failed. His promises are sure and true. Surely, we can see the signs around us, upon the earth and in the heavens, signaling his coming. We read in Matthew 24, 42, Watch therefore, for we know not what hour your Lord doth come. Is this the year of his coming? The Lord's time is not our time, and his ways are way past finding out. In the past, if anyone had difficulty finding or serving the Lord, and felt that his life had been nothing but spiritual emptiness, he need not worry, because there is still hope. The Lord is a loving God who cares and forgives. He stands with his arms outstretched. We read in Matthew 11:28, 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review our telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you for allowing us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. In closing our telecast for today, the church band will play that inspiring number entitled, Looking for That Blessed Hope.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.